Thank you for joining us at the Center for Spiritual Living Seattle. We hope you enjoy this podcast. And for further information about our center, or if you wish to make a donation, please visit us at spiritualliving.org. We are starting part four this evening on the five gifts for an abundant life. And uh, that's a book by Diane Harmony. And uh, we've been studying this for the last three weeks. And each week we did a specific intention that she talked about in the book. So the first week we were speaking about gratitude. And when she says five gifts, I should say, G-I-F-T-S, each symbolize something. So G is gratitude. Second week was I intention. The third week was F for forgiveness. And this week we are talking about the T in the gifts, which is tithing. And next week we'll be talking about surrender. So in this, I just want you to think about when I say the word tithe, how does that feel in your body? What is your reaction? Do you experience fear? shame, overwhelm, anger, disgust? Do you just want to avoid it? Have you avoided it? If you have, don't even worry. You're not alone. Many people feel that way when they hear the word tithing. So my intention tonight is that our time together will provide a paradigm shift for you. And these few short minutes that we have, I am declaring that each one of you will have a paradigm shift if you experience any of that. So let me talk about tithing just a little bit to get some clarity around it. What is a tithe? It is the spiritual practice of giving back to our source. And the word tithe means a tenth. To tithe is basically to give 10% of everything that we receive to the person, place, or institution where we have received our spiritual food. So basically, God gives us 100%. God or source or universe, whatever word you use, like we are the recipients, all all of the good, all of the abundance that we're receiving in our lives is all from the divine. And All that we have to do is keep 90% and give 10% 10 back to our spiritual source. And the the beauty is that the the spiritual source could be a person or an organization. Whenever I say the word God, it's like God isn't an actual thing. It's all that is, right? So whenever we're saying, okay, well, how do we give back to God? It's like, well, let's give back to that thing that has given us our spiritual food so it could be it could be you know i i've had i've given to you know a minister that i just watched a talk on i've given to a a spiritual organization that i continually get ahas and insights and and receive more i've i've tithed to a meditation group that i joined i've tithed to you know sometimes i have a person who walked into my life right at the right time and said the right thing i've tithed to them you know god is is everywhere present and when we receive that spiritual uplift 
it's a great opportunity for us to give back to that. And tithing has been around uh, as far as history has been accounted for pretty much. It's virtually every civilization, every religion over the course of history. Originally, it was observed by uh, people in Babylon and Arabia and Persia and Egypt and China and Greece and Rome. You know, it's it's so it's really the practice of giving 10%. People used to give back to, uh, you know, they have a, a crop and then they give back 10% of this crop or one tenth of their crop to their their parish or church or priest. And in, Dr. Catherine Ponder calls the tithe, the 10%, basically the magic number of increase. So when you're, when you're thinking about that, just think about it not being an obligation. So I think that's in, in, some, in some religious teachings, it's an obligation. And I don't know about you, but I've, I've inherited the I've got to do it because I have to kind of belief system. But I would like to invite you to think about this as a different way of viewing it. Instead of an obligation, invite the idea that this is a spiritual practice, that this is a spiritual practice of giving joy, gratitude, and appreciation for all that you've received by being the place where you can share this joy and gratitude and appreciation out into the world. And that you can give this appreciation back to the, the spiritual places that you've received it from. So instead of an obligation, it's a, it's a giving spiritual practice. It has more to do with you as a receiver than it does to who you're giving to. Uh, I think a lot of one of the big downfalls is of many communities that are talking about tithing is, you know, they're like, oh, well, uh, the, the focus is on the end result. Like, oh, if a bunch of people tithe to our spiritual community, then we'll have the money to do such, such and such. It's really not about that. So I'm not telling you to go out there and give to like CSL Seattle, although I will say, if you're receiving spiritual food from CSL in Seattle, that would be awesome. That could be one of your options. But that's not what this is about. This is about how you feel and what your experience is when you're giving 10% back to the source that's feeding you. And it, it has more to do with you and your acknowledgement of that divine source than it has to do with where you're giving it to. So it's the, the point is not to build the churches or minister salaries or you know anything else. The point is you just giving. And how do you feel whenever you give back to your spiritual source? And, and I tell you, it has shifted my life since I started tithing. It's been amazing. And I love it. It's like, oh, where do I get to give to? You know, I have a lot of um, unexpected places that I've received money from and money or or income or things like that so and and i'm like oh oh darn i received this and i wasn't expecting it so now 
I get to give 10% of this away to where I am getting the most joy. I am getting the most blessings, where I'm getting the most uplift and inspiration. So again, how much do you tithe? You tithe 10% from all sources of income. So that means trusts, benefits, profits, sharings, inheritance, interests, dividends, tax refunds, people who purchase lunches from you or for you or pay for something for you when you thought you were going to pay for it. And then again, who do you give your tithe to? Well, just think about where am I getting my spiritual food from? Who is inspiring me? Who is teaching me? Who is reminding me of my truth? Who is blessing me with the, with the gifts of really connecting with my source? So it could be a church, it could be a synagogue, it could be a mosque, it could be a spiritual practitioner, it could be a teacher, an inspirational author, it could be a musician, it could be a neighbor who reminded you of your truth. It's fine to, to get your tithe and split it between several people or organizations that you feel inspired by that month. And I just wanna say there is a one note that she talks about in the book and both Diane Harmony in this book and Ed, Edwin Gaines, who's also a big, I would say abundance guru in, in the New Thought Movement, have talked about tithing is not giving to charity. So really giving to charity is like giving to the American Cancer Society or PBS or NPR or the Boy Scouts or the Girl Scouts. That's not tithing. It is, it's, if you want to give to charity, you give above and beyond your tithe. So you tithe 10% back to your spiritual source. And then if you feel compelled to give to a specific charity, the charity isn't the thing that's giving you your spiritual food. So that's just you feeling generous above and beyond your tithe and you give above and beyond your tithe. So um, that's just a note to think about. So the next thing is, how often do you tithe? Well, the idea is to pay God first as soon as you receive your in income. So you give back first. And when you do, the 90% will expand and reach all of your needs. So I have, like personally, I have a, an auto tithe set up for me where I just, as soon as my paycheck comes in, then I have my tithe goes out. And then anything above and beyond that I get beyond my own paycheck, um, I get to, I get to just choose where I tithe it to, like how I feel inspired that month. So that's kind of how I work is, is I work on that. And one thing the a question that is, is asked often is when you're giving 10%, is it gross or net? So in the book, she says, gross if you're employed and net after business expenses after you're, if you're self-employed. Now, Edwin Gaines actually says gross period, just gross. <laughs> don't even, don't even, she's like, don't even play around, just gross is, is the perfect way to tithe. So you figure out what way is best for you. I will tell you, I do gross. Um, and, and I used to do net and I shifted from net to gross and everything in my life shifted after that. I mean, my whole, it was just, 
I had so many unexpected things happen that were a delight to me because of my shift in my own consciousness. I'm like, oh, this is, I'm receiving all of it from the divine. You know, I, it, it all came in first to me. So that's one thing to think about. And then the last question is that you might ask yourself is what results will I have? So you're 90%. Remember you give, you get to keep 90 and then you, your job is to give 10% back to your spiritual source, right? So keep 90, it's a pretty good deal. Give 10% away and keep the circulation going. You'll get uh, an expansion. Your 90% will do more than you thought it would. The second thing is that you will receive an increase in prosperity in all areas of your life. Now, when we're talking about prosperity in all areas, prosperity doesn't only have to do with money. It has to do with your health, your well-being, your friendships, your relationships. It, it's, it's all areas of your life, your community, right? Your connections. So that's one thing to really think about is um, or to, to, I would say, permeate, to ruminate on, is the idea that that 10% that, that you're giving back to your source equals an increase in prosperity in all areas of your life and continues to do so. And the last thing is that your fears will dissolve and you will be, and will be replaced with joy and confidence. So that's one thing that is, a, I mean, I don't know about you, but I love having confidence and joy. I'm a huge fan of confidence and joy. So remember, prosperity includes perfect health, satisfying relationships, right and joyous work, financial abundance. So whenever you're really talking about prosperity, you're talking about an increase in all of these areas. So remember, in summary, to practice the spiritual giving of 10% to all you receive. Number two, pay attention to all your areas of giving and receiving. And number three, watch your prosperity expand in all areas of your life. So I can tell you a little story about me. Um, I did not, uh, I did not tithe whenever I was first walking into my spiritual center. I did not do that. Uh, it was very scary for me. I thought uh, when I really looked at, and then this was just me when I first began, I was just looking at net. I wasn't even looking at gross, right? Looking at net and I was like, oh my gosh, how am I ever going to ex uh, go beyond my own fear and trust that me giving back to the universe will be worthwhile for me? Um, so what I ended up doing is I, I ended up slowly noticing what my giving level was, and then I slowly did a percentage increase over some time until I got to 10%. And when I got to 10%, um, I had gotten, um, it was really interesting. It was this time in my life when, when I was wanting to work for Stanford University. I don't know if you know that part of my history is I worked for Stanford for 10 years. But before I got the job at Stanford, I was applying for jobs at Stanford and I didn't get one. I ended up getting a job at the university, but working for uh, an outside company that was on the property. Um, 
And so I was, I had this job that was at Stanford, but not for Stanford. Um, and I started, I started tithing. I, I got to the place where I'd hit the 10%. And I tell you, it was right after that, um, one of the people I had applied for a job at Stanford and I had got, not gotten it, the, like it was like two years prior to, to me working there. So I was working at Stanford for two years. He walked in um, to the job I was currently working at. Um, and he was like, oh, Abigail, I want to talk to you about something. I have uh, a job opening. I'm curious if you'd be interested in it. Uh, and I talked to him and literally the next week he hired me right then and there to work for Stanford. And I had a huge increase in my salary and I got full benefits. Um, and I mean, I just like so much shifted. It was just like a radical shift that happened in my life that I can't even explain, except for the fact that I shifted in me. And, and I got to the place of being willing to uh, really, again, appreciate the divine and acknowledge it by participating in this sacred act of giving back to my spiritual source. So that's a little story. And I invite you to really look inwardly and see if that's a spiritual practice you'd like to try out. And the thing about spiritual practice is we don't know what the results are until we actually get to do them. And also, whenever you're talking about practice, you don't just do it once, you know, you don't uh, practice the, if you're going to be a guitar player, don't practice the guitar once. <laughs> you got you to keep doing it in order to really see the results. So that is my invitation to you. And I hope you have a wonderful week and I'm complete. And so it is.